Welcome to an Impact Ministries production, brought to you by Impact Ministries World Changers, changing the way the world sees God. Learn how you can become a world changer today by visiting www.impactministries.com. Now, here's your host, founder of Impact Ministries and developer of Heart Physics, the self-development programs that have changed thousands of lives around the world, Dr. Jim Richards. Hello, I'm Jim Richards. I want to welcome you to Impact Cyber Church. You know something? This series, this month, we're talking about the ultimate revelation of God. Listen, God wants you to know who He is. God wants you to know what He'll do in any given situation. God wants you to be confident in His character and His nature. And when you know who God is, you're going to know exactly what God will do. Now listen, I know you're saying things like, I know who God is. I know who God is. Well, I want to tell you, God has chosen to reveal Himself to us through some very specific ways. And we're talking about today how God revealed Himself to us through his names. Now, this is this is so incredibly important, and it's one of those things that we always assume that we know. You know, over the years, I can't tell you how many people I've asked, why do you tack in the name of Jesus onto the end of your prayers? And uh, honestly, uh, it, it's sad the answers that I've gotten because very few times has anyone ever told me it was because of what they believed about the name of the Lord, what they knew the name of the Lord was and what the name of the Lord meant uh, from a biblical point of view. And very seldom was there a situation where, where their mouth, what they were saying with their mouth, was connected to faith in their heart. And you know something? If our mouth, if the words of our mouth are not connected to faith in our heart, then they're just vain babbling. They, they, they mean nothing to God. I don't even know if God hears them. I, I, he definitely, he definitely can't connect to them because everything we do with God is about, is about faith, is about trusting who He is. Now, God chose as one of the most unique ways to reveal Himself to us through His names. Now, in the beginning, you know, before there was a written word, people knew the names of God, or at least the names that God had revealed up to that point. And remember, one of the names of God is that He, he is the self-revealing one who reveals Himself by His name. Now, that's pretty phenomenal. Now, what's crazy about this, when, when once the children of Israel, once they had the written word of God, if they had known and believed the names of God, they never could have gotten off into legalism and mysticism and ritualism and all these goofy places that they end up. And, and what's even more amazing, as New Covenant believers, we believe things about God that are totally inconsistent with His name. And many times we believe things about God that literally violate or deny his names. And so if his name is so incredibly important, it's absolutely important that we know it. It's absolutely important that we harmonize our understanding of the Word of God with the names of God. You know, the Bible tells us that, that God's name and God's Word are, are almost pretty much on the same plane. And, and what we realize by that is there's no part of his Word that contradicts his name, which means I can interpret the Word of God based on the name of God. I can know who God is. I can know what He'll do. I can know what He won't do. And I'll tell you something. When you're facing a situation where your life is on the line or, or, or you're 
uh, income is on the line or your peace of mind is on the line, knowing who God's knowing his name is a phenomenal factor and knowing whether or not you can trust him. See, we've been taught over the last 50 or 60 years, we've been taught to believe God to do individual things. Now, here's what's amazing. It's like, okay, and I can remember this. You know, when I was doing my undergraduate uh, uh, theology studies and Bible school, I can remember I was facing a particular challenge, and, and, and I was praying, and I was I was in the midst of praying about this situation and attempting to believe God, you know, for this situation, uh, I had this feeling. I remember having this feeling. It's like, well, wait a minute. I've been taught that God might have allowed this or God might have done this. And so if God did this, then I'm praying, trying to change his mind. You see, if, if we get any concept of, of who God is and, 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 and what he does, and if there's any conflict in that, and we really don't even know how to pray because honestly, you cannot completely and fully believe that God is going to do anything that is inconsistent with who you believe He is. I want to tell you something. You, you, you never, you never trust a person with bad character to tell you the truth. You never trust a person with bad character to pay back his debts. You never. Trust a liar to tell you the truth. If you do, you're just, you're just a fool. Well, it's the same way. We believe things about God that deny His name. And the truth is, if we believed His name, we would understand His character. We would understand His nature because His names reveal His character. His names reveal what He is not only willing to do, but what He is desirous to do. You see, God doesn't do what He does because we have a need and we convince him through our faith to do it. God does what he does because it's a nature to do those things. And faith is simply where we're trusting that because of who he is, because of how he has revealed himself, that, that we know we can rely on him. We know what his character is because we know who he is. You know, faith just harmonizes with the truth about God. And like I say, it is amazing how much of our doctrine denies the name of the Lord. See, if I believe something that contradicts the name of God, then I'm rejecting His name, which means I'm, I'm taking my definition, I'm taking my intellectual concept of, of Scripture, and I'm rejecting what God has chosen to reveal to me through His name, which means that when I call upon His name, I'm, I'm doing it vainly. Now, if I know the meanings of God's names, then I can pray in His name and have confidence that God will do. And in fact, I can simply walk through life with confidence and peace because I know who God is and I know what He will do based on who He is. So when you know who God is, you trust His character, there are a lot of things you simply no longer even have to pray about. You either, you either bind and loose based on who He is and what He's done through the Lord Jesus, or sometimes you just walk in peace because you know this is who God is. Now, God teaches us this congruence between His name and His Word. In other words, this means there will never be disagreement. There will never be conflict. One will never negate the other one. Therefore, the names of God could have been a basis for interpreting the Scripture in the Old Testament. And like I said, Israel, they would have never gone into legalism if they had trusted the names of God. Now, 
I, I love this particular scripture. And, and, and Psalms, because I love so many scriptures, you know, love them all, if you want to know the truth, because that's where you have wisdom. That's where you, that's where you see God's nature and God's character. Psalm 138, verse 2, uh, he says, I will worship toward your holy temple, and I will praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth, for you have magnified your word above all your name. Some translators uh, translate to say you have magnified your word and your name above all else. God's loving kindness is revealed in his word when his word is, is applied or when his word is uh, uh, put into practice in the light of who his name or what his name is. So you have to, you have to realize this. God wants our lives to be incredible. God has done everything for our lives to be incredible. And all we have to do is believe the truth about who he is. Then it's easy to believe what he's done. Then it's easy to see his promises. Then it's easy to face life and just let the Holy Spirit walk us through this, this incredible process. Now, you got to realize, after the fall of man, then man was no longer intimate with God. He, he really withdrew from the presence of God. He hid from the presence of God. And that has been what man has done ever since then. So God had to begin a process to uh, uh, whereby he could bring salvation to man. So he began the process of revealing his identity to man through his names. And so the very first name that we mentioned before that God ever used to reveal himself was Elohim. In the beginning, Elohim. Now the word Elohim is just such an incredible word because right off the bat we have we have the recognition of the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, because Elohim is what they call a plural unity. And and you see, you know, when God said, Let us make man his own image, it says God created the heavens and the earth, and the spirit you know moved on the face of the deep. So you're already seeing this plurality in God, but in the very first sentence of the written word of God, we have a revelation of God as a plural unity. But you also, again, you have this word El, and, and we've talked about this before, uh, and, and this word El is, talks about God being uh, uh, self-revealing. And of course, the name Elohim, by the way, implies fullness of might. It, 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 it implies that, that as, a, as a redeemer full of life and full of might, that, that he, he could not humanity uh, fallen. He, it also reveals that, he, that he's a covenant God. He stands in covenant relationships. So Elohim, interestingly enough, too, if you applied it in a very general sense, would be whoever or whatever you put your trust in. So the scriptures uses this word um, Elohim, interestingly, when referring more to the masculine aspect of God as the provider, as the protector, as the disciplinarian or the teacher. And interestingly, when the scripture uses the, the word that we call Yahweh, is then referring more to the feminine aspect of God, which is his nurturing and caring and, and softer, gentler side. So God has revealed all of these incredible things through his names, but we have to understand that, that, uh, we have to know those names. We have to believe on those names. Now, <clears throat> when you begin to look at, at the names that are connected. And, you know, I don't have time, by the way, to go through all of these names of God. I go through 
uh, many more of them in the series than I do uh, than I actually do here because we just don't have time to go through all of them here. You know the name El Shaddai. I'm the Almighty God, and you know what's interesting. He's not only saying I'm the Almighty God, he's saying I am the all-sufficient God. See, El sets forth God's almightiness, His greatness, His power, but but Shaddai um, uh, uh, reveals His limitless or endless provision. So together you have these double names that says basically I am the all-bountiful one. So God revealed Himself as, as somebody who has the power to take care of you and someone who has the provision to take care of you. So, so God revealed Himself as, as the Lord, as the one we should follow in order to share in His protection, in order to share in His provision. And so you just go through all of these different names and you begin to, you begin to see something about the character and the nature of God. So when you get into the concept of, uh, of, of Jehovah. And, and I'm just skipping over all kinds of references to the names of God that include the word El, that include the word Yah, that includes the word Jehovah. And, uh, and, and, and we're going to start looking at Jehovah in connection with these, with these covenant names. Now, remember, even the word Elohim has in, or the name Elohim has in the concept that God is a covenant-keeping God because from the very beginning, from the very first words in the Bible, God is pointing out the fact that He's a covenant-keeping God, which is pointing us to the fact that He is ultimately going to resolve the problems of the world by making a covenant. I, I'm telling you that when I study the Word of God and study the names of God, study what God has revealed to us, Boy, the dots connect. You know, there is no way I could ever doubt one word of God. It is so consistent from, from the very beginning to the very end. So, so one of the important factors, by the way, for this generation is that we have to recognize based on what his name reveals that he is unchanging. You know, Jehovah, interesting concept. It, it, it means something like this. It means he will ever be what he was and what he is, and with him, there is no variableness. That, that's amazing. You know, that's where James gets it, where he talks about how with God, there's no, God's always good. He, there's no change and there's no variableness. He never, never adjusts a, a, a bit. Or like in Malachi 3.6, where he says, for I am Jehovah. In other words, that's what my name means. I don't change. See, the idea that God's will or that God's plan that God's morality, values, ethics, or righteousness has changed from the Old Testament to the, to the New Testament or from the Old Covenant to the New Covenant is really to take the Lord's name in vain. And so we want to trust God's name. Now, we want to understand how the covenant has changed, but we don't ever want to change who God is. We don't ever want to change how God has revealed Himself. So God's name reveals Him as a covenant God, as one who makes and keeps covenants because he does not change. Now, the following are what many people refer to as the covenant names of God because each of them are tied to the name Jehovah, the nurturing, caring aspect of God, the, the mothering side of God, if you will, which also refers to his covenant nature. Now, listen, I just want to mention something to you about this incredible series that I'm sharing with you. In this series... You've got almost 10 hours of teaching, and in this, you're going to discover things about the names of God that we honestly don't have time to go into in this program. You're going to discover names or things ultimately 
about how God has revealed himself that you may have never considered, but it's going to change the way you see God. It's going to change the way you pray. It's going to change your confidence in why God does what he does. You know, I'm telling you, when I am dealing with an honest person, it is just easy to believe they're going to be honest because I'm not trying to believe them to do something out of character. Well, I'll tell you something. Religion has made us believe God was mean. Religion has tried to make us see God in ways that God never revealed himself. No wonder it's hard to have faith. No wonder it's hard to walk by faith through this world. I'll tell you something. You get this new series, and remember, this month only, this $70 value is going to be available for $59, and we're going to take 85 cents out of every dollar, and we're going to put that into reaching the world for Jesus. Plus, you have made a great investment in yourself. Now, let's just... Now, let's jump back into the message. You know, I had an incredible tool, and I still have it, and it's one of the most powerful tools that I've, that I've ever put out, and, and we called it the prayer organizer. In the prayer organizer, we did what, we, what I try to teach people to do all the time. That is, you take the names of God, and you, you take these names of God, and you show how that each one of these names of God are fulfilled in Jesus and uh, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And then <clears throat> you link those names of God to who the Bible says we are and what the Bible says we have through our inheritance. And we create this oneness with God. That's what we want to do. See, we don't want to get a revelation about God just so we've got more information about God. We don't really need a whole bunch of new theology to discuss. That's, that is not the point, man. Deliver us from needing to talk about a new theology just so we've got some cool information. What we want to do is we want to see God as He is, experience God as He is. But see, if I'm experiencing Jehovah our righteousness in me through the Lord Jesus, then that changes the whole dynamic, the whole concept of me being made righteous because I am in Him, He's in me, together we are in the Father. And, and, and this sense of oneness. And, and, you know, and when you're facing the world and you, you're, you don't pray and have this feeling of I'm trying to connect with God out there somewhere, you have this sense of I'm connecting with the God who is in me, the God with whom I am one, the God whose name I bear in me because I am his son, I am his heir, I am, his, I, I am in Christ Jesus. I'm going to tell you something. Those, what I just said to you doesn't even come close to explaining what changes internally when you have this sense of being one with who God truly is. Now, in teaching people to use these names, like I say, and this is where this is where in prayer you tie all of these pieces together in Jesus, but because you bring this into your heart, you bring this into this is who I am because I am in Christ. You know, God is Jehovah, my righteousness. I am the righteousness of God in Jesus because I am in Jesus and because he's in me because together we are in the Father. And, and you know, and that, that gets into every other aspect of the name of God. See, so to engage your heart, we combine the truth of God's word with our uh, capacity to imagine, with our capacity to think and to see things with the eyes of our heart. What do I look like? What do I feel like if this is true in my life? What do I look like? What do I feel like if this is true about God? And we bring it into the present tense. And I'm telling you, 
it will shift everything about how you deal with life. So just, let's just look at some of the names of God. Let's just talk about them briefly. I'll tell you, we're just going to we're just going to fly over this. You know, one of God's names is Jehovah, uh, my righteousness, the Lord, my righteousness. Now, what's interesting is all of the names of God are revealed in the twenty-third Psalm, which which I, I find this to be. Uh, incredible. And all of the names of God are revealed in the life, ministry, and teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all the names of God are manifest in the resurrection of Jesus. So, Jehovah, my righteousness. You know, God is righteous. God is as He should be. And it even goes to more than that. That's, that's the general concept of righteousness, as he should be. God is always as he should be. He never, he never violates his own righteousness. God never violates his own character. He never violates his own nature. And the righteousness that he shares with me, he, sh- uh, he shares it with me through the Lord Jesus Christ. It's his own righteousness. I love what the apostle Paul says. It's like, is he going to make us righteous and then find fault with us? Absolutely not. This righteousness that we have, it is of Him. It, and the thing about God's nature and God's names, and see, this, this is something that is ours through the covenant. But the amazing thing about this is, is, is God's names, they manifest power. They manifest the power for whatever that name is to come alive inside of our life, inside of our life. So, then, of course, almost everybody is familiar with the name Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah will provide. And again, we see this in, in Psalms 23, verse 1. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. There is, there's a revelation of Jehovah Jireh. He is delivering us from lack. He is delivering us from want. So where do people, how do people explain away the names of God when they say, well, you know, God took everything away from me to teach me a lesson. God made me broke and poor and made me suffer so that I would learn a lesson. Well, the problem with that is even if you could work that out theologically and, t- and tie enough scriptures together out of context to, to think that's true, the problem is there is not a name that says Jehovah the thief. There is not a name that says Jehovah who steals from you. There is not a name that says Jehovah who makes you poor. But there is a name that says that Jehovah is our provider. You see, we can't create theology that that rejects the name of God. Even, you know, and and there's a positive and and a negative side of this, if you will. Because like even the name Jehovah, my righteousness, you know, I can never claim that my unrighteous acts are being inspired by God. And I can never claim that my unrighteous acts are not a violation of who God is in me. And, and, you know, I I, I can't create doctrine uh, that denies the name of the Lord. Now, we're going to, we're going to talk some more about these names uh, next week, because we're going, to have, we're going to be able to go into this a little bit and a little bit more, and have a little bit more time. This, but but listen, just just stop and think about this. And I'm going to come back and talk to you in a minute. I want you to understand how to get these names of God to manifest in your life. But I just got a word I want to share with you real quick, like so. Don't go away. Now, listen. I want to encourage you to download our mobile app. I am getting. Uh, 
requests from people or confusion from people saying, listen, I'm not getting your emails. And what we can determine as, as much as possible is there's so much junk email being sent to you by so many people that by the time you get home from work at the end of the day, there are dozens, if not hundreds of junk emails uh, in your in your inbox and hours are buried somewhere somewhere in those and and you're losing them and so people are always like I, I want to get your message I want to know what you're doing I want to know what's going on but but I'm not getting your emails well you are they're just getting buried and or maybe even going into your junk box so the best way to solve this go to impactministries.com download my mobile app and when you download this mobile app you will get everything that I'm doing straight to your phone you're not going to get a lot of junk it's not going to interrupt you it's not going to be a nuisance to you every day you're going to get something encouraging something that's going to motivate you and you'll be able to all of these messages you can either listen to them on the audio file or you can watch them right there on your mobile device and I'll tell you what I get all kinds of great reports about what happens when people start incorporating this stuff uh, into their life. So be sure download our free mobile app. And listen, while I got you here, if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure right now to like this. Just click, click below and like this because this helps us get this message out to thousands of people that otherwise would never, ever, ever see it. So we've got these names of God. And, 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 you know, one of the things about this name, uh, Jehovah Jireh, let me go back to this just a minute because there's more to this. See, this not only says that God is a provider, but it's, but, but, but Jehovah Jireh also means that God will foresee the need and provide for it. So by the time you get to that situation, God has already been working behind the scenes to meet that need in your life. Now the Bible talks about when we worship His name, and it talks about it talks about having this experience with God when we worship His name. Here's something I've discovered in my own personal life: if I need healing in my life, I want to be focusing in on and acknowledging Jehovah Rophi as the Lord my God. I want to be acknowledging how Jehovah Rophi manifests, because that's what it means. Jehovah Rophi is the Lord who heals or the Lord our healer, or the Lord our, our doctor. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that people, that people express this. And, 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 of course, we see that Jesus modeled the name of Jehovah our healer over and over and over again. Now, listen, if I'm acknowledging God is my healer, and, and, and I'm connecting this to what Jesus accomplished on his cross. I'm connecting this to Christ in me right now. Something I'm not waiting on for him to do. Something I'm not wanting him to do sometime in the future. But right now, this is how I'm connecting to God. Then this is what the Bible calls magnifying the Lord. So when we magnify something, we make it bigger. We make it louder. We, we get more focused on His presence. That's what spiritual mindedness is. It's magnifying God so that you're seeing Him more than you're seeing the sickness. You're seeing Him more than you're seeing the poverty. You're seeing Him more than you're seeing and experiencing the lack. And I'm telling you, wherever you place your attention changes your experience. It changes what you feel inside. It changes how much pain you can feel. It changes everything about what's going on inside you. So when you magnify a specific name of the Lord, you magnify the name of Jehovah Rophi. I got news for you. You start experiencing Jehovah Rophi in your own heart. I want to tell you something. Knowing and believing and trusting the names of God. This is one of the ways that God said, if you'll interpret my word in light of my names, don't ever deny any of the names of God. 
then you'll never get off track theologically. You'll never find yourself believing something goofy. And, and faith will come naturally and easily. Listen, I want you to consider helping me take this message to the ends of the earth. I want the world to see who God really is, how good He is, how wonderful He is. But I need world changers. Those are people who support us financially every single month. We're doing something called Operation One Billion where we are raising up a billion disciples to Jesus around the world. Go to impactministries.com and find out about becoming a world changer. Start with us today. And listen, just take just a minute, if you will, and click the subscribe button. Uh, it won't take you but just a second. You'll get all of my messages. You'll know what's going on. And you'll cause more and more people around the world to hear and see these messages. Thanks for listening to the weekly Impact Ministries World Changers podcast with Dr. Jim Richards. If you like what you've just heard, we encourage you to share our web address, www.impactministries.com, with friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out the resources section of our website for previous podcasts and our videos. Join us next week for another great message by Dr. Jim Richards.